you maybe perhaps one more section. So the next section is the pig and For a minute or two, she stood looking at the house, when suddenly a footman in livery, library, came running out of the wood. Judging by his face only, she would have called him a fish, and rapped loudly at the door with his knuckles. It was opened by another footman in library, livery with a round face and large eyes like a frog. The fish footman began by producing from his underarm a great letter, and this he handed over to the other, saying in a solemn tone, for the Duchess an invitation from the Queen to play croquet. The frog footman repeated in the same solemn tone, from the queen, an invitation for the duchess to play croquet. Then they both bowed low, and their pearls got entangled together. When Alice next peeped out, the fish footman was gone, and the other was sitting on the ground near the door, staring stupidly up into the sky. Alice went timidly up to the door and knocked. There's no sort of use in knocking, said the footman. Said, and that is for two reasons. First, because I'm on the same side of the door as you are. Secondly, because you're making such a noise inside. No one could possibly hear you. Because they're making such a noise inside. No one could possibly hear you. And certainly there was a most extraordinary noise coming from within. A constant howling and a sneezing and every now and then a great crash, as if a dish or kettle had been broken to pieces. How am I to get in? asked Alice. Are you to get in at all? said the footman. That's the first question you know. Alice opened the door and went in. The door led right into a large kitchen, which was full of smoke from one end to the other. The Duchess was sitting on a three-legged stool in the middle, nursing a baby. The cook was leaning over the fire, stirring a large cauldron, which seemed to be full of soup. There's certainly too much pepper in that soup, Alice said to herself, as well as she could for sneezing. Even the Duchess sneezed occasionally, and as for the baby, it was sneezing and howling alternatively, without a moment's pause. The only two creatures in the kitchen that did not sneeze were the cook and a large cat, which was grinning from ear to ear. Please, would you tell me, said Alice, a little timidly, why your cat grins like that? It's a Cheshire cat, said the Duchess, and that's why. 
I didn't know that Cheshire cats always grinned. In fact, I didn't know that cats could grin at all, said Alice. You don't know much, said the Duchess, and that's a fact. Just then, the cook took the cauldron of soup off of the fire and at once set to work throwing everything within her reach at the Duchess and the babe. The fire irons came first, then followed a shower of saucepans, plates, and dishes. The Duchess took no notice of them, even when they hit her, and the baby was howling so much already that it was quite impossible to say whether the blows hurt or not. Oh, please mind what you're doing, cried Alice, jumping up and down in an agony of terror. Here, you may nurse it a bit if you like, said the Duchess to Alice, flinging the baby at her as she spoke. I must go and get ready to play croquet with the queen. Alice caught the baby with some difficulty, as it was a queer-shaped little creature, and held out its arms and legs in all directions. If I don't take this child away with me, thought Alice, they'll sure to kill it in a day or two. Wouldn't it be murder to leave it behind? She said the last words out loud, and the little thing grunted in reply. If you're going to turn into a pig, my dear, said Alice, I'll have nothing more to do with my cat. Alice was just beginning to think to herself, now what am I to do with this creature when I get it home? When it grunted again so violently that Alice looked down into its face with some alarm. This time there could be no mistake about it. It was neither more nor less than a pig. So she set the creature down and felt quite relieved to see it trot away quietly into the woods. Alice was a little startled by seeing the Cheshire cat sitting on a bough of a tree and a few yards off. The cat only grinned when it saw her. Cheshire puss, began Alice, rather timidly. Would you please tell me which way I ought to go from here? In that direction, the cat said, waving the right paw around, lives a hatter. And in that direction, waving the other paw, lives a March Hare. Visit either you like, they're both mad. But I don't want to go among mad people, Alice remarked. Oh, you can't help that, said the cat. Really? This stream has been stopped because we detect copyrighted audio or video, or because I'm like, really? Really? Continue on until the end and then end it and let's see what goes on. That is immensely silly because I don't think.
think there's anything you learned your copyright here. Well, you can't help that, said the cat. We're all manic here. Do you play croquet with the queen today? I should like it very much, but I haven't been invited yet. You'll see me there, said the cat, and vanished. Alice had not gone much further before she came in sight of the house of the March Hare. It was so large a house that she did not like to go near till she had nibbled some more of the left hand bit of the mushroom. Six. And next is the a Mad Tea Party, which will be next week. But thank you everyone for listening. I hope you have a good evening. See you tomorrow. Okay. Um, yes, tomorrow at eight PM. I mean, I didn't realize that couch was There's nothing to do to uh, protest. Um, Since you know, it was live stream, it's not like it's a. It's not like I'm taking down a video.
did it after I'd been training for three minutes. 